Welcome to the Great American Collectibles Show, heard Wednesdays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on PSA.com and the PSA Facebook page. The Great American Collectibles Show is brought to you by PSA and the National Sports Collectors Convention. Tonight's headlines are brought to you by Sports Collectors Daily. For all of your hobby news, features, and more, visit sportscollectorsdaily.com. And now, your hosts, Tom Zappala and John Mallory. <laughs> you know, <laughs> see what happens when you start early? You know what your problem is? You talk too much before the show. Well, I, was, I had to find... <clears throat> I had You're to talk find, and talk and talk, and you don't have your first script ready I, to go. I had to find my headline. You notice how quiet I am before the show? You are. Because I, I, I ramp up. No, that's because you drink before we go on the air. Uh, the some, and also a little, sometimes during. Uh, but listen, uh, this is a special show because, first of all, welcome to the they're Great all, American they're, they're Collectible all Show. They're yeah, all but this special. one, we have two icons. Uh, actually, one icon and a, what do you call the other guy? Uh, jerk. No, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no we, have, uh, we have actually two, in my opinion. This two of the best. Strictly two my the best. opinion. Absolutely. There are, uh, I'm going to piss off a lot of people, but so what? There are. Major auction houses, yep, and they're uh, lesser auction houses because of their size. Because of their not size. lesser, but smaller, smaller, smaller. Right. These are two of the titans, Leland's. Yep. Mike right. Hefner from Leland's. Yeah. Grady from Heritage. <laughs> All right, Derek Grady. He has a first name. Derek yeah. Grady, and then of course you know we've got JP, and we've got Brian Dwyer, and yep. we got Brian Drent. I mean, those are the five like biggies, right? Yeah. So we've got Hef on, we've got Grady on, and today's headline is from JP. It's a big-time show. <laughs> High-grade 1933 Gaudi Cards be, uh, brings seven figures in the memory lane auction. A quintet of high-grade 1933 Gaudi Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig Cards sold for over $2.7 million as memory lane closed out its spring rarities auction early Sunday morning. And I have a little... I have a little bitch about that. I'll tell you about it. <laughs> the cards were part of a large collection curated by the late Manny Gordon, a diamond dealer and avid collector who sought out some of the best examples he could locate. I'm not going to go into what was sold except the Ruth uh, sold for, how much did the Ruth sold for? 942000 or something like that. Anyways, for more information, you can go to sportscollectorsdaily.com. To read the the whole article, yeah. our good friend Rich Miller. But I got to tell you guys something. I did put a bid in on the on the uh, recommendation of Grady and Thomas Sulo, Joe Orlando. I put a bid in for the Christy Matthewson sign ball. Now I, I got to ask you guys a question. Oh, you told me that. the way yeah. this stuff works. Yeah. I'm being honest with you. I put a bid in for thirty. $4,000 okay. for the Matthewson ball because you know what I'm trying to do with my collection. Yes, yes. Now, the auction ended at 7, and it said that you know the bidding every 15 minutes, until the bidding stops, they're going to keep bidding till 15 minutes. Right. So at 2 o'clock in the morning, I grab my phone, and I lean over, and I'm still high bid. And I'm kind of psyched. As a matter of fact, I nudged Ellen. I said, hey, I think I got the ball. <laughs> she right? must have loved that. I get a, I get a, <laughs> I get a, uh, uh, a text from Thomas Sulo at 4.30 in the morning. He says, Zap, you lost. Ugh. 
What the hell? I lost the damn auction. I was so pissed. Wow. What do you guys think? <laughs> uh, uh, oh, I did introduce them. Oh, yeah, oh, you did. I, I think did you introduce did. them. <laughs> so the 15 minute roll is, it's, you know, it's time to move on to the 30 minute roll. So it ends at a normal time. This thing where it yeah, goes all night, yeah. it, we're the only business that still does that. Right. The only collectible business that, that, you know, auctions can go all night. Some go into the next day at seven, eight, nine in the morning. Gives the advantage to the East Coast. You're in bed with your footy pajamas on <laughs> and your nightcap, you know, like old people do. Yeah. And, you know, you were disappointed you lost it. I get it. Half, but, what do you think? I just have one question. Why did Joe T call you to tell you you lost? Why didn't he call you to tell you that you weren't the high be- bidder be- anymore? Because that's Joe T. That's Joe oh, T. Okay. That is, oh yeah, that's that is, Joe T. Oh yeah, that's that, that's exactly why. Right. It's Joe Tomasulo. That is a good explanation. All right, Love listen, Joe. a couple of things. Joe, it, sounds, it sounds like his MO. It's that is. Yeah. All right, so listen, we're really pleased. Uh, we asked Derek to join us with Half yep. uh, Mike Hefner from Leland's. Half, tell us about the auction, man. You got a blockbuster going. Tell us about it. Well, I'm not too pleased that Derek is joining us, but <laughs> we should have checked with him. Because he's just sprung on me at the last minute. Like, I just saw Derek's face up there. I'm like, who the hell is that? Oh, that's Derek. Oh, man. Oh, man. But um, no, we're actually really good friends, very close. And I think that's one of the things that's pretty cool about this, uh, this, this, it's collecting and this industry is that, you know, I have a lot of close friends that are competitors and we don't even look at each other as competitors. We right, look at each right. other as friends and we pretty much do anything in the world for, for each other. Um, that's what a lot of people don't realize. They don't see that. And we've but, talked about that a in lot. the past. Yeah. We've talked about yeah, we're that. We're not, not talking about everybody. There's certainly some that, uh, that I don't get along with, <laughs> but the majority, I think Derek and I, we probably share, share that, uh, that thing where we get along and we talk to our competitors and we're actually very, very close it, it's a fr- it's almost like a fraternity. You're right. Yeah, it's, yeah absolutely. Yeah, it is. It is. You and, can uh, you can see it at you know, shows too when you guys are actually with each absolutely. other. There's great interaction all yeah. all across the board. Yeah, and we, we speak the same language. So we 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 live this stuff. But the auction we have going on now, I actually have the catalog in front of me. And uh, you know, I I said to Jillian, I said, hey, you better give me a catalog because I didn't look at it yet. I'm supposed to talk about this stuff. So. Sounds like Grady. <laughs> this is just me lately. I'm just like uh, 53 years old and I'm absent-minded. So I got to be reminded of this stuff. But um, no, we do have some great stuff. It, it, there's there's another Tom Brady rookie card in there. We have, um, you know, we've, we've handled probably more than anyone now. Um you know, there's there's a bunch of Brady balls, game used balls. There's one from the Deflate game. Uh, we have a good 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 array of memorabilia, some really nice game used bats, a Cobb game used bat. It's a little bit lower grade, but it's something if someone doesn't want to spend a million bucks plus on a Ty Cobb bat, yeah, um, this one is you know one that's going to sell reasonably, uh, and by reasonably it could sell for a hundred thousand dollars. But you know, the some of the lower grade bats now. Um, are pretty desirable because you can't get a Cobb or a Ruth bat. Right. It's graded at 10 for under a million bucks. So yeah. uh, there are a lot of nice cards, a lot of modern cards or vintage cards in there. We have a Ruth rookie that's a little bit lower grade that again, it's not going to be a million dollar card, but uh, if somebody wants a, ro- a Ruth rookie card and they want it in lower grade and they don't, you know, spend a couple hundred grand instead of a couple million. 
you know, it's probably a good one for them. So there's an array of stuff. So it's, uh, it's all up there on Leland's.com. Half, you have to talk to us about the Will Chamberlain 100-point uh, uh, oh, yeah. collection. That's, That's very unbelievable. Cool. It's something I haven't seen, you know, uh, in, in doing this show anyway. It's pretty cool stuff. I mean, that, that game, I, I forget the attendance on it, but it was really low. And it was held at Hershey, which isn't far from where Derek and I live. It's only about an hour away. So, you know, we, we hear more about this in Pennsylvania, about this game probably than anybody else does. Right. Um, but we should also see more tickets and programs than anybody else does. And we don't. I mean, they're so rare. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. There's a handful of those tickets out there and, and that's it. Uh, the stubs. And, and we have we've been fortunate enough to handle a couple of them. And I remember when they were selling for five thousand apiece. Now, if they're in a slab. PSA grading them has really taken the level up and putting a pop report out. Um, you know, those tickets are now, they're, they're just a tiny little stub, but, um, you know, some of them are selling this one could sell for a hundred thousand dollars. It wouldn't surprise hey, me. Uh, just to Go follow ahead. up, Zab, and both you guys can chime in on this. Will Chamberlain's one of those guys who was a super, superstar, maybe of all superstars in the NBA, Go but ahead. he was before the bird magic era. I feel like everyone after the bird magic era got much more attention for what they did on the court. Uh, where is Chamberlain in the hobby? It seems to me we don't hear enough about him. He's kind of the stuff of legend because the NBA was kind of a backseat sport, to be honest, when he was in his heyday. Can you talk about him a little bit generally in the hobby? Both of you. I yeah, both like you guys can chime both in on of you. that. I mean, he's clearly a legend. I yeah. mean, his rookie card has always been popular. I thought he was always more popular than Bill Russell, who won 11 championships. I mean, Chamberlain was... You know, after Mike and as you know, this guy that's like nine feet tall, so dominant celebrity. I mean, he's legendary with women. If you remember yeah. that, <laughs> I remember do. when that came out. Right. You know, um, so like you, there, right? um, yes, right. me yeah. too. Yeah, me and Will have something. In well, it was like me in my yeah. college days. Yeah, sure. Right. Yeah. Um, Except his yeah, weren't inflatable. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I think I don't think he's underrated at all. I think. You know, I think Russell's been getting a lot of attention lately he has. because his collection was for sale. Yeah. Yeah. And some jerseys sold for big numbers, and he's obviously very popular. Um, but Chamberlain is a legend and still obviously very sought after by collectors. No no question whatsoever. Half, you know, um, I, I'm, I'm going to touch upon this subject because we talked to Jordan a uh, week before last, or yeah, week before last about this. And I think, Derek, you and I talked about it. You guys really, uh, you took the high road on the, on the Brady, quote, last touchdown pass. You guys, you, you guys really did, you know, I mean, you guys got a lot of great press when it happened, and then you got a lot of great press when you guys made the decision to do what you did. Do you mind uh, talking about that briefly? No, not at all. And, and I just want to add one thing to the Will Chamberlain story. Um, you know, he, he, he was such a, like a classic, you know, just, just, a a, a piece, he was pop culture, you know, yeah, he, right. he kinda, you know, but he, uh, years ago we got a collection and, um, from someone we, we ultimately gave the collection back because it was consigned to us through a third party, but it turns out they weren't supposed to actually have the stuff. So we gave it back, but I can tell you from that collection, there were some things in there, a lot of Polaroid photos <laughs> that I got to see. Uh, and the stories about Will. All true? Definitely true. 
Okay. Wow. All right. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> he was a man of, of the women. He was he he definitely liked his women. Very and, and there was interesting. proof in that collection. So oh, um, you know that was uh, that is you know, classic. Well, Good to know. Ultimately, I'm quite glad. We, you know, <laughs> Look at the smile on Grady's it, face. It wasn't going to go over well, but um, you know sometimes we're known for controversy, controversial items, and uh, that definitely would have been one, but it never came to fruition. Talk about the Brady. Um, but the, the Brady ball, um, you know, I think. I think from the from the very start, like the day after the auction, we kind of knew what was going to happen. The ball wasn't uh, wasn't worth quite as much um, the, the day after the auction. Right. Nothing like that ever happened. I, I think Derek can can say that nothing can agree with me that nothing ever happened like that in the entire hobby. No. So um, it's just something we were waiting to play out because we we honestly didn't know if Brady was going to come back out and say I, I retired again. I mean, who knows what this guy? He, right. 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 He, come out he'd come out next week again and say i'm i'm retiring i don't feel like playing so um we we let it play out for a couple weeks and uh you know ultimately did speak with the uh the consigner and the purchaser and uh we did what we felt was 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 the best thing to do um we're certainly not here to stick any item down someone's throat um even though i, I i'm not quite sure you know legally um what the grounds were or you know but we knew what the right thing to do ethically was, and that was, you know, not not force it down someone's throat. Did anything? Uh, nothing. And you guys maybe go back this far. Did anything like that happen with Jordan when he came back uh, with the Wizards after you know that famous last shot with the uh, with the Bulls? I, I mean, I don't recall anything like that. But I don't recall anything. Like yeah. Yeah. The hobby wasn't as strong either. Right. Right. When that happened, now everything right. is so much more money. And sure. Would, I mean, come on. A, almost you wonder if Brady saw that why would you announce it literally the day after the auction That's a good point you know people were tweeting about it people saw yeah. it he saw it there's no doubt he saw it and yeah. you know I think that you know obviously Heft did the right thing he's always going to um theoretically I would have waited too because he could have changed his mind again he still hasn't thrown another one where, where is the what's the status of the ball now? Huff, is it back with the consigner? Or did you privately sell it, or what happened to you? No, we still have the ball in the safe. You know, we had a lot of people after that, after that news broke that um, you know we were we were um, rescinding the sale. Um, the the uh, we we're trying to to work several several people called us and were interested in it, but then some people get cold feet. Uh, some people got cold feet once again. Um, so we still do have the ball. And um, like Derek said, it is the last touchdown pass that he threw. So um, right, right now it is. Right now it is. <laughs> it, it will be until September. That's right. right. The neat thing about that ball is it, it's it's really, you know, the record, he, he holds the record for uh, playoff touchdowns also, you know, far, far ahead of anyone else. So that ball, if, unless he goes to the Super Bowl again this year, the playoffs again this year, it'll still be a record ball if he doesn't. So that's a good point. I never thought really of that. Ball. Yep. We, I never thought of that. We are chatting with Mike Hefner from Leland's, Derek Grady from Heritage. Derek, uh, just briefly, what's going on with Heritage? You guys got some stuff going on. Yeah, we're you know we're obviously always busy at Heritage. Um, we have the David Hall auction up a number or whatever number it is 452 yeah <laughs> yeah I mean, he just had so many they, people. they are now on the one millionth t206 <laughs> card 
Yeah, he had a lot of T206s, but we've done <laughs> uh, great with the collection. It's generated a lot of interest. So that auction's up and live now. Um, then we have a June showcase auction, then our big July, that's the online only. Then we have a July card auction and then move into Platinum Night where everything's on display at the National. So we always have a busy, and we'll probably do a, a separate registry auction, some kind of, you know, there's always some, you know, one-off auctions where a registry set or, you know, somebody's collection got the Muhammad Ali auction coming up. That's part of the July. That's cool. Very cool. Yeah. Um, You know, uh, right now, as everybody knows, we're recording the show and all the graphics and stuff you guys can't see. But when the show is, you're going to see some cool graphics. And I want to bring this up. Mike, uh, as everybody knows, our new book is is being launched at the National. We're going to talk about that later. But Hef was kind enough to open up his house to Ellen and I and the photographer uh, for the book. And some of the images, which you folks are seeing now, uh, some of the images are just spectacular. and Mike, your collection—you uh, know—you can see, uh, you know, that's all Clementi stuff. You get—that's all, you know, game-used, top quality, uh, you know. And and those are going to be the page breaks. Uh, a lot of them, of you know, the page breaks. Uh, Heritage—they—they—they they, they supplied us with some wonderful photos. Dave Kohler from SCP. Yep. But I got to tell you something, Hef. When I walked into your house, it was jaw-dropping. It was literally jaw-dropping. I mean, it was his collection, and half, if I'm giving too much information, tough. Uh, <laughs> his, his collection is it's, it's Hall of Fame yeah. collection. It's, yeah, it's I can imagine. Hall, I mean, just... Well, even the images look great. I can I imagine mean, seeing Mike, the things in person. I was just person, blown away. You know? And I want to talk about that later on, because... You know, you're a mu- you love music. You're a music guy. It's not just sports memorabilia. He had a collection of electric guitars, Michael. That was they were, it was like amazing. And then my favorite, and I wore the Randy Macho Man <laughs> Savage hat. Got the greatest wrestling collection. Are those all are legit? Those are all costumes from every one of those wrestlers, right? I think uh, I I. I- Try not to sprinkle in too many. Um, there are a few things that are replicas that are signed, but I would say nine, 98% of the collection is all ring worn. You know, I have a hat from like Sergeant Slaughter that wasn't his hat, but it's a it's a Marine uh, Corps hat, you know, that he signed. So I have a couple things like that, but out of, you know, maybe 500 ring worn items uh, or 500 items that, you know, uh, maybe 10 of them weren't ring worn and they're just, props but uh the other 495 or 490 are ring worn hef if you still collect wrestling items you have a new you have to find the coconut that roddy piper used to hit jimmy superfly Uh, snook in the head on piper's pit which to me was i mean it's like the usa beating russia in 80 and that's the second greatest sports moment i've ever seen in my life I'm sure. I'm sure that it doesn't exist. I'm sure that thing is. I mean, to hit a man with his native fruit. (laughs) How do you top it? And uh, and word is word on the street is like that. Really, that that thing. I don't know if you've seen interviews with Piper. 
he is he's confirmed that that thing was not no that was a real coconut yeah that, that was, was legit a solid coconut so, I think it was in the second uh, no, line of Piper's obit. It wasn't. He hit. I mean, that was great. The whole set went down. Great, yeah. Derek. Have you ever been? Have you you've been to Mike's house? Haven't you? A hundred times. Yeah. yeah. Would you, Love the wrestling. It, well, I mean, you can pick your own favorite stuff, but yeah, like when you talked about the rock and roll, the the Eddie Van Halen guitar, the Elton John coat and hat. I mean, there's stuff in rock and roll, but it, it's really just the top quality of the bats. And oh. the jerseys, or the pins, or the baseballs, or the trophy, whatever it is, it's just top quality. We always joke that I get his second, you know, it's, I get it the stuff he passes on, basically. <laughs> I get the lesser stuff because he, 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 he gets the best stuff. But no, it's, it's a great collection, but nobody, you know, the amount of wrestling he has is truly unbelievable. And the signatures, you know, the signed cards and the signed contracts of Andre. Um, the giant, which is tough signature, very tough on cards. So this is really, really a special wrestling collection. I don't think a lot of people knew that. Very cool you know. stuff. All right, Derek, uh, before we let you go, which the website address? Wait, you're dumping me? You're out. <laughs> wow, that was easy. Uh, HA.com, go to sports. HA, how's Provenzal doing? Provenzal? Yeah. I don't even know if he works. I just, I, he you know, well, let, let fancies, me, himself, <laughs> fancies himself is our social media person. Well, yeah, well, let me tell you something. We, we get emails. <laughs> we get emails from the female listeners and viewers. And I'm telling you, Prob is uh, he's, he's creeping up there, man. They think he is one hot guy. Really? <laughs> well, all right. Don't tell him. Don't tell him that. All right, <laughs> Derek, we love you. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We come back. Hef's going to stick with us. Derek, we'll see Bye you now. in a couple of weeks. Take care. Bye, Derek. Bye, yeah. Okay, we'll, okay. Be, we'll be right back. <laughs> Since 1996, Brian Drent and the staff at Denver's Mile High Card Company have led the charge in the collectibles hobby. Mile High is a full-service dealer specializing in buying and selling cards and offers a competitive consignment program for all collectors. Whether it be their computerized want list service, appraisals, or auction services, Mile High has it all. If you've been searching for a company with a selection of high-grade vintage 1888 to 1970 baseball cards and memorabilia that shares your passion, aim high, mile high. Go to milehighcardco.com or call 303-840-2784 for more information. This is Brian Drent, president of Mile High Card Company. Is your sports card and memorabilia collection properly insured? For easily replaced personal property, Homeowner's insurance is all most people need, but for prized possessions that you may have spent a lifetime collecting, it doesn't go nearly far enough. Collectibles Insurance Services has been insuring for over 50 years. They offer a full range of protection and a $0 deductible at an affordable rate with no appraisals required. I know because they insure my collection. If you have a minute, go to collectinsure.com and learn more about insuring your personal card or memorabilia collection. Hi, this is Dan from Memory Lane Auctions here to remind you that the renowned Memory Lane Collectibles Company has served as a beacon of light to the collecting community for the past several decades. Indeed, folks, it has been our utmost privilege and pleasure to provide the most enthusiastic collectors with an abundance of the finest sports cards and memorabilia for America's most coveted sports personalities via our world-class auctions. Whether you choose either a private sale transaction or the auction route, Memory Lane cordially invites you to reach out to us to maximize the value of your prized possessions. 
Also, it is not just sales that we pride ourselves on being the best of the rest, because if you are seeking a particular keepsake for your esteemed gathering, we will be relentless in our quest to find that special piece to fulfill your collecting dreams. So no time to wait. Reach out to us today for the purposes of capitalizing on our unparalleled marketing capabilities. Simply pick up the phone and dial 877-606-5263. That's 877-606-LANE. Or find us on the World Wide Web at www.memorylaneinc.com. Now is the time for your valued consignment to ultimately become another one of Memory Lane's record-setting prices. How would you like to own the bat that was used by your favorite player when he hit that towering home run or game-winning base hit? Now look no further than JT Sports, specializing in the sale and authentication of professional game-used bats. As the official authenticators of professional model game-used bats for PSA DNA, JT Sports will guarantee the authenticity of any bat purchased from them. JT Sports also buys and sells game-worn uniforms, gloves, and baseball equipment. The unique quality of the collectible is what JT Sports is all about. Give them a call at 609-487-8003 or check them out at GameUseBats.com. Okay, we are back, and we are chatting with our good friend Mike Hefner from Leland's. So, Michael, let's talk about some of the other cool items uh, in the auction. I was just breezing through the uh, the catalog, and uh, I noticed the Tiger Woods uh, Tiger Woods items we have. We have some cool stuff. We have a complete set of uh, the uh, Masters winning badges, and they're all signed by him. I think well. it's the only complete set signed uh that is known so i'll be really curious to see what that uh what that sells for um you know the, the new cards and and actually the old cards that we have in there are pretty incredible the difference between us and a lot of other auction houses is that we get a lot of fresh ungraded sets in because we go back so far we've, we've been around for so long right. so a lot of people come to us with the uh with the, with the sets that have been sitting in someone's closet for 30, 40, 50 years. Um, and uh, we're fortunate to get a lot of that fresh, raw material. So there's a lot of that in there. You'll see a lot a lot more stuff in our auction, typically, that's ungraded, that's fresh to the hobby, than other auctions. Um, some of the other things, we, we just have something for everybody. We have a Steph Curry jersey in there. We have yep. a LeBron James jersey. Uh, both photo matched. Uh, so we have modern stuff. We have a Gil Hodges jersey from his first uh, managerial stint with the uh, with the Mets in 1967, I think it was. Um, it just goes on and on. Derek Jeter bats. Um, photography from that big the big collection we got, the Brown Brothers collection. Yeah. We're still sorting through that, and there's still st- a lot of stuff left. So there's not only photographs, there are negatives in there of Babe Ruth and Ty Cobb and Lou Gehrig. Cool. You have, and the negatives are, you know, one of a kind pieces, not like the photographs where there were several prints of them. The negatives are one of a kind. So, you know, there's there's stuff like that, a lot of it. Very cool. You have a lot of Jordan cards, Hef, and you have Jordan sneakers from the, the style he wore his, his rookie season. Kind of the, the like the original Air Jordans, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. Game worn Air Jordans from, from rookie season. Uh, another thing I really like in there is that we have a signed rookie card. Uh, and you don't see too many of those. The, the autograph and the card is created by PSA. But uh, my understanding is he won't even sign those cards anymore. Really? So, um, 
he hasn't for quite some time now. Hef, let's switch gears for a minute. Um, tell our viewers and our listeners what Josh Evans meant to you and meant to Leland's. Uh, he was, uh, that's, that's a tough one, Tom, but, uh, he was everything to me. He was my best friend. Uh, you know, he, he was at the driving force behind Leland's from, from the very beginning and the early eighties. Um, he, he meant so much to the, to the hobby. You know, he was such a great personality and, um, he was an ambassador for our hobby. He, uh, he, he, he taught me pretty much everything I know. Uh, about the hobby, he told me. He taught me how to. Most importantly, he taught me how to love the hobby and how to collect. Um, and if I wouldn't have become a collector, well, I, I was a collector when I got in. But if it, the memorabilia is what really turned me into, you know, um, uh, a fanatical collector, and uh, he introduced me to all that stuff. So you know, I owe so much to him. Um, you know, I miss him every single day. Uh, it, it's tough working without him. It really is. Even even the last few years when he was sick and really couldn't work, um, I talked to him every day, and he helped uh, guide me uh, through things. And um, I'm sort of, you know, we're we're keeping it going. We're keeping Leland's going, and I, I feel good about that. You know, with 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 his name attached to it, and uh, we'll always remember him. But but, but I miss him every day, and, it, and it's a lot tougher. You know, uh, in the very infancy stages of the Great American Collectible Show, the very first year <clears throat> that we were on, uh, Rico and Josh hit it off. Yeah. So I used to have Grady on every week. <laughs> and then Josh says, hey, I want to come on every other week. So we brought Josh in every other week. And he, he made a comment to Rico and I when we were at the National. He says, I can't tell you guys how it just kind of energized me. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, Hef, he was so freaking funny on the air. He was hysterical. I mean, he would sing. He would, I mean, he was just, he was <laughs> fantastic. And the highlight to this day, to this day of, we've done well over 250 shows was the show that we did at the National with Rico and I. Were you there? No. Rico and I on stage with Josh, Grady, uh, Ken Golden, <laughs> and, 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 uh, and Joe Tomasulo. <laughs> wow. It was a it was a free for all. Wow! For one solid hour, and there were thousands of people sitting there watching, <laughs> laughing in the aisles. Oh my Laughing Lord. in the aisles. Wow! It, it was just that was just a highlight of, of my personal. <laughs> but uh, it, it was great. And you know something? The guy uh, the guy was a legend. The guy was a legend uh, in this hobby. Uh, I've never, ever heard a bad thing about Josh yeah. I didn't know him, but I mean, you, you can just tell the way you talk about him. The other guys in the business talk about him. Let's talk about that a, a little bit, um, Hef, while we have you here with Leland's. And I'm sure Josh, obviously, big part of this. You know, <clears throat> what's your business model? What's your, your sort of customer service mission statement? What are you guys all about beyond the wonderful stuff you have in your auctions and the items themselves? How you deal with customers and the trust factor and all of that? Well, I think, you know, this is, the service sort of speaks for itself. We've been around for, for, for 40 years now. Yep. Um, we've basically been doing the same thing. 
we have been uh, trying to, to have one-on-one -on -one relationships with our customers. Uh, we haven't gotten too big. Um, you know, we, we've, we've stayed around the same size. We've been trying to grow with the hobby yep. as a hobby, but we, I still feel like we offer that personal service that a lot of companies don't offer any longer. Uh, you can still call me up, talk to me on the phone. I'd be happy to talk to hobby with anyone. Else. Right. Uh, if you have a question, you can talk, call up and talk to one of our, one of our specialists. It doesn't have to be Simon it can be to, to, to ask a question. We're not going to push you into trying to get your item. Assignment. We'd love to have it. I'm sure if it's a great item, but you can call and ask questions. We have the inner, uh, we, we have the inside knowledge within our group of people here that we don't have to go to third parties, uh, although we love PSA, we, we, we use PSA all the time, but we can, we can answer most of your questions in-house, uh, even when it comes to authenticity. And, uh, you know, one of our strongest points, one of, one of the things that I always try to, to, to push um, forward is just the, the factor of authenticity, and we don't want to sell anything that's not right. right. Uh, have we made mistakes in the past? Will we make mistakes in the future? Absolutely. But it's about making those mistakes right again. Um, and I think people over the years have, have come to know us for that. Um, you know, if they're not satisfied with something, um, if, if something turns out to be rejected by uh, a third party authenticator uh, and we feel that we made a mistake, it's on us. We're taking it back. So, um, you know, we, we, we are like that and always have been like that. So that, that is my number one mission in the hobby is just try to make sure that everything that people are getting taken advantage of and everything out there that we put out there is real. Sure. Mike, you're a vintage guy, uh, like a lot of us. And I, I wanted to get your take on the new influx of investors slash collectors that have entered the hobby. And I'm talking about, say, younger generation. I, you know, we've talked to Jordan a lot about it because Jordan falls into that demographic. What is, your, what is your take on that? I mean, you know, I have mixed feelings, to be honest with you, because I'm a vintage guy, and if you're going to invest, that's fine, but you should at least have a love for the hobby, too. Are there a lot of investors out there that are investing for the sake of investing like they were playing the stock market? Uh, I think now more so than ever, you know, the, 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 uh, during the pandemic and here post pandemic, um, I, I think we've, we've attracted our hobbies attracted a bunch of investors. And I don't think, I think in the short term, it's like the stock market. There are people out there that see the, the, the quick and easy money and they come in and they, they, they push the market up. Uh, but all Ultimately, it has to come back to earth. So I think we're seeing a little bit of a correction going on right now. I mean, I'm not saying this for, to be doom and gloom. I'm just saying this is, this is a fact. And, uh, you know, you see all these, these analytical shows on, on the stock market. Well, you can do the same thing with the baseball card market and the sports memorabilia card market. Interesting. Market. Yeah. Have, did I see? Um, did I see in the auction? Did I see in the auction you have right now that you have a football from the whole Deflate Gate controversy? There was no Deflate we Gate. Do. 
We yeah, I mean, the, 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 the Roddy Piper coconut thing was the greatest story in sports. This is probably the worst story in sports <laughs> I ever saw. But do you have something? Is it an actual football from that game? It's a football from the game. We actually sold a few years back. We sold a football from the game also. Okay. So, yeah, we do, we do have one in there right now. So how did you get a, that? A, did you go into really the pay? Were you item. in the Patriots locker room? At he, the was game? <laughs> he was there. He was there. I was actually there. Was there. I was the guy who let the air out. So. <laughs> and by the way, we uh, appreciate that. By uh, the way. For our viewers, you know, uh, obviously the connection isn't great with Hef, but he, he says enough to, to get so you understand what he's saying. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, before we continue, uh, why don't you tell us about our friend, Joe Drellick, another friend of Hef's and the CSA show. Well, Zap, CSA shows is proud to present the Chantilly show being held on June 24th to the 26th, held at the Dulles Expo Center, Chantilly, Virginia, just minutes from the Dulles International Airport. Celebrating over 25 years at the same location, there will be over 300 dealer tables exhibiting on over 100,000 square feet of space. With both modern and vintage sports cards memorabilia, as well as modern-day sports treasures, you won't have to look very far for that special card, bat, ball, or autograph. Major auction houses and third-party grading companies will be on-site, to assist you with your collecting and authentication needs. Some of the greatest players to ever grace the gridiron will be on hand, including Mel Blunt, Chris Carter, Marshall Falk, Doug Flutie, Mean Joe Green, Richard Seymour, and many, many more. For more information, go to www.csashows.com. That's the Chantilly Show, where you can find all of your sports collectible treasures. Hef, is the uh, is the bubble going to burst in your? I mean, how long can this go on for? This this explosion in the hobby. The bubble won't burst. Uh, the bubble just might become a little bit smaller. Some of the air is going to come out of the bubble. So I think we're seeing that now. I think some of the stuff is trending down a little bit. Uh, but um, you know, on the other hand, memorabilia. Uh, things like bats, uniforms. I see that stuff still still trending up. Uh, the stuff that is truly rare. Are the new cards, you know, the one of fives, the one of tens, uh, are they rare? Yes. Are they going to continue to to hold their value and go up? I, I don't think so. Um, I, I think you know those things are going to fluctuate. Uh, and you're uh, talking you're mean, talking about the manufactured rarities. Is that is that basically? What yeah, the manufactured rarities. I think. I, I think it's fine if you collect that stuff and you really love it, but the people who are speculating and trying to invest in it and to, to make a buck in the future, um, you know, I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know if that's going to occur. I, I don't know how good that stuff's going to be in the future. Good point. Um, I know the vintage stuff has lasted for a hundred years now. People are still collecting it. So, um, the modern stuff, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, you are one of the reasons that I've, I've switched gears with my particular collection. And I'm not kidding. Because when I walked into your place, it really had an impact on me. Um, <clears throat> the whole memorabilia thing. Because it's something you can touch. It's something you can feel. That player's DNA is on that item. Yeah. You know, all of that stuff. And that really kind of uh, catapulted to me, liquidating 90% of my T206 collection and gravitating towards uh, some of the memorabilia that I've been, I've been buying. And Ellen's about to shoot me for doing so. <laughs> but uh, You need hell. to stop nudging her at 4.30 you in know, the morning. There's a, difference between, <laughs> there's a big difference between buying, trying to buy a Christy Matthewson signed ball <laughs> and a Shag Shaughnessy T206 
that's right. <laughs> you know? Well, it, it, that's certainly flattering, Tom. And I, I'm, I'm glad, you know, that that's the most satisfaction that I get out of the hobby when someone comes to me and says, hey, you inspired me to do something. Uh, and there there aren't that many people. And, you know, that that I get I guess there are a lot of people that 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 uh, I've, I've spoken to, but there are very few people who have seen my collection. And I, and I love showing my collection. It's just a matter of convenience sometime, but um, I'm, re I'm really glad that you got to see it. And, oh, it was just, and, and I talked about it the whole way we drove home. I talked about it like 90% of the way. I said, did you see? Because Ellen, poor Ellen, Ellen and the photographer, they're doing the layout. Of right, right. His, they're right? working. And, and I, was, I was in the Hall of Fame. So I was just going from room to room by myself. It was like having a private tour. Just look, checking stuff out. And I'd be gone for 45 minutes. They were there for five hours. Right. And I'd be gone for 45 minutes at a time. Hey, you guys, all right, anything you need? Okay, be back. That's, that's just what I did. Hey, listen, uh, you're go ahead, I'm sorry. welcome back at any time, any time. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, uh, a little programming note regarding uh, the new book, uh, the uh, Diamondbacks Collection, yes. 50 of the Greatest Cards in Baseball History. We're moving the signing meet and greet venue at the National. <clears throat> so we're going to be signing our new book, the Diamondbacks Collection, at the East Coast Sports Marketing Booth with our friend, Joe, Joe Drellick. Yeah. We're going to be signing there. And this is a cast of characters. It'll be myself, obviously, along with Ellen and JM, who was a big contributor to the book. And then I convinced our friend, Mr. Joseph Orlando, Perfect. is going to spend, because Joe co-authored the book with us. Joe is going to be there signing. Nice. nice. Uh, and then uh, James Fiorentino is going to have an amazing display awesome. of his artwork at the booth. And James, one of our, his his artwork is distributed throughout our book. Yep. So James will be there to sign also. So if you want uh, to get pretty good bang for your buck, this is going to be the only time that all five of us will be together uh, for this book signing. Uh, for this book, hopefully it's not the last time we're all together. You're out. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so uh, that'll be at, that's going to be at the. Uh, uh, sports, uh, EC, uh, East Coast, you know something, I forgot to write the damn East Coast Sports, sports market, market, but I forgot to write the booth numbers down because oh, I'm an I don't idiot. Know that. That I I'll get know. those to you next week. Yeah. But anyways, I hope uh, you come and see us at the National. And we're going to be doing the show from the Burka stage on Friday from uh, 1 to 3. Yep. And James is making a special presentation to Rico, yeah, but we're not telling Rico what it's all yeah. about. Right. What it's all about. Yep. Do you have a question, uh, question, a question for Hef? <laughs> I do, I'm, as a I'm matter losing. of fact. <laughs> that was a horrible segue I know back into the show. Uh, I thought we were going to break from that. Would no, we're going we, to go gonna keep break, him a couple more minutes. I'm glad. I'm glad. Hef, I know you want – he said – Zap said that you inspired him in his collecting. You're inspiring me to ask this next question, so I want you to know that. Um, I know you're a vintage guy at heart, as my buddy here is, but uh, NBA is taking off. I know you have some Luka Doncic uh, items in your auction right now. Can you just talk about that? I think that with obviously it's maybe with more with younger collectors or younger investors, but, I mean, Luka, Jason Tatum, John Morant, Zion Williamson, if he ever gets back, can you just talk about uh, what you have and maybe your thoughts on NBA cards and items in general right now? I, I like it. I yeah. like the NBA. 
Um, I, I'm not a huge basketball fan, but yep. I think that, um, you know, I look at my collection and I want a well-rounded collection. So I, I just went out and purchased, I, I have a Steph Curry jersey now, which I never thought I'd ever own, <clears throat> yeah. but, but I have one. And I also have a LeBron James jersey that I purchased not too long ago. Uh, we have both both uh, LeBron and Curry jerseys in the uh, in the current. Yeah, so LeBron, you have his and, first uh, his first Lakers jersey is what you have, right? For LeBron, yes, yeah, so not his first Lakers, but the first style, the first first time style. They that correct, style. correct, correct, uh, right. Well, so, so it's an it's an important one and it's a, a desirable one. Yeah. So um, I think basketball basketball is definitely. Uh, I mean, I'm a baseball guy, but I think basketball in the future is it already is a global sport you know baseball's not so much so but i think you see and we we see it within the auctions their customers you know buying stuff now from uh, from from china and japan sure and, uh, you know they're they're definitely uh, it's definitely a global market you don't see anybody in, in, in japan or china yeah even japan where they have baseball buying a lot of baseball stuff but you do see them buying a lot more basketball stuff now. So I, I truly believe that the, the basketball stuff in, in the future and, and even in the present is, is really a hot commodity. Yep. Mike, before we let you go, your website address, <coughs> simple enough. It, it is Leland's.com. Leland's and you can view and bid on the entire auction up there. I think we have uh, well over a thousand lots in this one. And when does the auction close, Mike? Tom, I'm going to look at the cover of the catalog and tell you. It closes June 11th. I was going to say June 10th. June 11th. Good. So you have plenty of time to bid. And keep this in mind for the 80% of the hobbyists that we talk to all the time that think like we do. There, is, there are a lot of affordable items. Yes. You don't have to spend a half a million dollars. Right. You can spend a few hundred bucks. You can spend a few thousand bucks, but there's something for everyone. Michael, we, uh, I can't thank you enough for coming, man. Getting you is like trying to get the Pope on the show, <laughs> and we got you. So thanks I'm so sorry, much for joining thanks, us. Thank you, guys. Nice Appreciate to talk it. to you, Hef. All right, we're going to take Thank a quick you. break. When we come back, I think we're going to get a hold of Dave Kohler from SCP Auctions if he calls in. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Pristine Auction is a family-owned and operated online auction specializing in autographed memorabilia, sports cards, coins, art, and collectibles. Since their founding in 2010, they've grown to two facilities in Phoenix, Arizona, totaling over 60,000 square feet. Jared Cavalier and an incredible staff of over 150 team members serve a very large customer base and enjoy every minute of it. By working with leading authentication companies, Pristine ensures all items are 100% authentic. In addition, third-party authenticators regularly travel to Pristine Auction to provide authentication services on-site. Pristine Auction strives to operate its business in a way that's honoring to God, their families, and their customers. With a strong focus on speed, quality, and premier customer service, their mission is to be the leading online auction for every level of collector and fan. Pristine also works for Hope Sports and Identity Hoops International, traveling to Mexico to build houses for the less fortunate. Pristine Auction offers several online auction formats with thousands of auctions ending each day. For more information, go to pristineauction.com. That's Pristine Auction, the best in the business. If you are a discerning collector interested in owning the most important pieces in the hobby, look no further than Leland's Auctions. 
the original sports auction and appraisal house, Leland's was established in 1985 by legendary pioneer founder Joshua Leland Evans. And today, President Mike Hefner carries on their tradition. From the Tom Brady card and memorabilia collection, to the famed Boston Garden auction, to high-end card auctions from every major sport, Leland's has always maintained the highest standards. Go to Leland's.com and get your bid in. That's Leland's the hobby's leading sports auction house for four decades. It's often been said that championships are won on the practice field and world records come only to those willing to work harder than everybody else. Heritage Auctions is the world's largest collectibles auctioneer because we believe that becoming the best is only an invitation to the challenge of remaining the best. This requires the skills of the hobby's top experts capable of identifying and maximizing value for our consigners. It requires the most visited website in the industry, courting a global audience of collectors over a million and a half strong. It requires a dedicated press department that expands our global reach far beyond the entrenched hobby marketplace. It's hard work, but a simple premise. Present the finest collectibles to the largest population of potential buyers, and world records will come. We invite all listeners to put the unmatched power of Heritage Auctions to work for you. Auction evaluations are always free, and our commission-based fee structure ensures that our interests are always aligned, the highest possible price for your collectibles. There will always be new world records to chase, so let's chase them together. Visit our website at ha.com and request your no-obligation review today. Hi, this is Dan from Memory Lane Auctions here to remind you that the renowned Memory Lane Collectibles Company has served as a beacon of light to the collecting community for the past several decades. Indeed, folks, it has been our utmost privilege and pleasure to provide the most enthusiastic collectors with an abundance of the finest sports cards and memorabilia for America's most coveted sports personalities via our world-class auctions. Whether you choose either a private sale transaction or the auction route, Memory Lane cordially invites you to reach out to us to maximize the value of your prized possessions. Also, it is not just sales that we pride ourselves on being the best of the rest, because if you are seeking a particular keepsake for your esteemed gathering, we will be relentless in our quest to find that special piece to fulfill your collecting dreams. So no time to wait. Reach out to us today for the purposes of capitalizing on our unparalleled marketing capabilities. Simply pick up the phone and dial 877-606-5263. That's 877-606-LANE or find us on the World Wide Web at www.memorylaneinc.com. Now is the time for your valued consignment to ultimately become Another one of Memory Lane's record-setting prices. With so many fakes out there, it's hard to figure out if the sneakers you want are real. But when you buy eligible sneakers on eBay, you can be confident they're genuine because every pair goes through a meticulous authentication process. Introducing eBay Authenticity Guarantee. First, the sneakers you've purchased are inspected by a team of professional authenticators who carefully examine the shoes, including color, pattern, logos, and materials. Then they're measured and compared to the eBay listing to make sure they match. Even the laces, accessories, and box are checked. 
Once your sneakers are verified, they receive an authenticity tag, and every tag is NFC enabled so you can see the detailed specs. eBay Authenticity Guarantee. No fakes, no fraud, no doubt. And eBay is the place to go for all of your memorabilia, sports or non-sports cards, autographs, and much more. Whether it's a gift for that special someone or you just want to add to your collection, eBay's huge marketplace should be your first stop. And if you sell, now's the time to flip those cards and get some extra cash. I shop on eBay all the time. That's eBay, connecting buyers and sellers globally. You know, you should really consider buying me something for my birthday on eBay. It's coming up in June. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sign this ad, and I'm going to give this to you. I'll pass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's bring in our next guest, good friend, Dave Kohler from SCP Auctions. David, how you doing? Hi, Dave. I'm doing, I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? doing? You guys are already fired up. Well, you're three hours ahead of me, so you guys are well, well away. Oh, that's right. Anyway. That's right. We forgot. Yeah, that's we've already right. started drinking, Dave, so we're good. <laughs> Dave, we're going to keep you uh, right through the, you know, we're going to be doing other stuff, but we're going we're gonna to keep you right through the end of the show, if that's okay. We've got, uh, you know, about 10 or 15 minutes, whatever we have. So we're going to keep you, but let's talk about the SCP auction. What do you have going on? Oh, we got some great stuff. Um, actually, this sale is one of our best ever. Um, it's, uh, currently taking bids in, uh, we started May 18th and it ends on Saturday, June 4th. And there is just everything, um, in cards and memorabilia, high-end cards, obviously high-end memorabilia. Um, lot one, uh, is, I guess the star uh, of the sale. We have Kobe Bryant's, a game-worn Jersey that's been uncovered from his rookie season home gold, oh, uh, the purple and gold Yeah, that's been uncovered. It's been photo matched by all three of the of the you know marquee uh, photo matching services, along with his first playoff game. So he wore it toward the end of his uh, regular season, uh, and then his debut playoffs, all the home games. Very cool. And we uh, expect that to bring three to five million. <laughs> I mean, that's that's unbelievable. But you know what? Understandable. I mean, and sadly, you know, since since his passing. It's not that people didn't appreciate him, but that's sometimes the way it goes. You know, you miss his presence, you miss his impact. Um, can you talk about him a little bit in the hobby, Dave, in general? I, and you're I a mean, basketball guy. Yeah, I mean, to me, he's he's yeah. in that upper echelon of, of guys, you know? Yeah, no, he is, obviously. Um, you know, personally, I have, a, you know, the largest Laker collection actually in the world. So, you know, going back to Minneapolis where it all started, I've collected that for 35 years on a personal level. Yeah. And so. I have a ton of great uh, Kobe Bryant memorabilia is one of my favorites of all time going to all the games and watching him his 20 years on the Lakers uh, five championships and just being one of the all-time great players um, and his collectibles are very much uh, everything uh, about him you know is collected is obviously his autographs his game worn jerseys of course his game worn shoes and all that and I think the story is still going to be told um, you know as you know a lot of these documentaries are coming out and different series in that on a lot of the players and teams. And uh, Kobe's is still, uh, you know, hasn't been long enough since the, the unfortunately, the accident. Yeah. Um, 
uh, with all the people that passed away, including his daughter. Absolutely. Uh, but when those stories come out, people will see what his true story was to the game. And he that was just his first career. Right. Yeah. He had a lot of things that he wanted to do. Oh, yeah. Especially for women's basketball. His story was still untold. That's what I mean. The impact of what he would have done maybe is is, uh-huh. is, is as great. David, you know, I'm a Celtics fan from, from way back. It's our first time meeting. I'm not going to hold the Laker thing against you. Uh, but speaking of the Lakers <laughs> no and the Celtics, you have an array of championship rings. Uh, can you talk about that, uh, what you have available? They looked stunning. Yeah, we have quite a few. We have some Super Bowl rings, including the, the Patriots from 2018, the big monster ring that looks like it's a paperweight, <laughs> um, and, and some World Series rings. Um, I, we also have a 1984 Boston Celtics ring that was given to one of the executives in this sale. That's got to be a hard one for you to look at. <laughs> Uh, not really. Okay. I've, I've handled actually, <laughs> it's not being a big Laker fan because we've actually handled the collections for over our in our history SCP auctions. We've sold the collections for Bob Cousy, John Havlicek. That's right. You Red handled Auerbach, the Cousy one. Wow. I forgot about uh, yeah. that. Joe right. Mike, yes. Sam right. Jones. You know, uh, so you we've know, handled all those. I forgot so that he handled business, Cousy. Yeah. It's yeah, when it comes to business, uh, you know, business is business. Absolutely. So I love all this <laughs> you know, I got, I got to tell no you doubt. something, David. My, the fondest memories, I, I mean, you know, I, I grew up at the Celtics, as John did, but I'm a little older than you guys. Those, those, the, I went to the Garden so many times and saw those great teams with Jerry West and Elgin and Gail Goodrich and Chamberlain. Yeah. Uh, 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 just yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. Uh, yeah. They were just great teams, great yeah. teams. Yeah, but- no, the history was there. They played so many times in the finals. And, uh, uh, I mean, we know, like, in the 80s, Showtime, right? Lakers Showtimes, they won five of the ten years. But it was really the Lakers-Celtics rivalry in the 80s with Larry Bird and Magic Johnson. Absolutely. That really took the league to the all-time level. To and another level. Michael Changed Jordan came in, and, yeah. and the rest is it's just taken off from there. And, and as you know, it's an international so much interest internationally, everywhere around the world, and it's it's a great, great game. Right. So, uh, what are some yeah. of the other things in the auction, Dave? We have some really high-end cards. Uh, a 51 Bowman Mantle and an 8 that's going to estimate wow. four to 500000 his rookie card. Um, we have some Gaudi uh, Gehrigs and 8s uh, from the 1934 series. We actually have a 33 Gaudi Gehrig in a mint 9 SGC that's in the sale that's <laughs> wow. going to bring a lot of money, six figures, of course. Um, and then we have going back to, we have a lot of modern cards too, as you know, that market has been on fire and going back to Kobe Bryant, um, we have the, uh, precious metals gems, 1997, as you guys know, that's probably the most popular card uh, of Kobe Bryant, along with Michael Jordan. And they've sold for up to a $2 million. We have uh, number 60 of the hundred that were ever made holder by PSA and it's the only one that Kobe ever autographed that's ever been seen or uncovered very so cool. we expect that to bring up to a million dollars and uh it, there's a lot of interest in that card it's a hey, great auction David to change gears um you are going to you're, you're in the uh, on the verge of becoming a TV personality major TV <laughs> personality why don't you tell us about you're going to be t- now. Are you doing? Uh, is that the same spot that Dan was doing, Danny Welkin? Yes. On Pawn yes. Stars uh, with Rick Harrison. Tell us about it. And when does it yeah. all start? Uh, it's been actually we already done quite a few episodes, and then the season ended uh, last month, so we have a little break over summer. But no, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's great. I had no idea till I went there and started filming how big this show really is worldwide, and uh, 
you know, obviously the, you've got these uh, cast of characters <laughs> oh, yeah. and, and, and Corey. And I mean, they keep it a lot of fun on the set. And uh, I had no idea until I went there and started filming that it's like the top 10 destination in Las Vegas for people to go. Oh, I yeah, heard that. Sure, I read that. Sure. Yeah, that's like. Uh, yeah. But so, I mean, but the behind the scenes stuff surprising to you of the, the way the whole dynamic works. You know, it's really neat how they do it. Um, actually, because of COVID, we'll see if this changes later. They built another set in the back of the store that we actually go and film on. Oh, wow. Um, that they've done the last couple of years, uh, you know, uh, for COVID restrictions. Yeah. So we're gotcha. not there with the public that comes in because it really is a destination for people to show up, visit, um, buy things there. And, and, you know, they see the TV show and all that. Uh, they were telling me recently, like, they're like the number one show in Brazil right now for some reason. Unbelievable. And, uh, <laughs> we are but, chatting. Uh, uh, a lot of fun. We're chatting with Dave Kohler from SCP Auctions. Hey, before we get a little too far, we've got a few minutes left. Our giveaway this week is a signed Rico Petroselli. This is one of his 67s. I love cool. that. Now, last week we, we mentioned that we're doing it a little different now. The uh, Staten Island Joe Marino bag has gone into the trash. Yep. And we have decided, uh, between all of us, uh, we're going to be giving away an item every week going back to our oldest and most loyal viewers and listeners. And So it's fixed. <laughs> no, it's not fixed. It's that we're looking at... The analytics, we're looking at the people that have watched the most. <laughs> There's no analytics you're looking. There's no analytics. On, on the, uh, we are on the no, Facebook no page. analytics. Oh, yeah. You just go back on the Facebook yeah, page. Yeah, but you just comments. go by the name. Oh, well, All of a sudden, you're Billy Bean. Stop. <laughs> anyway, Stan Orr is the guy that gets it. I like this. You know, this is a unique Rika, a Red Sox unit. They only had it for a little bit. The gray with the uh, navy blue Boston with the red trim around the, the I know. That's, that's, hey, that's, seriously, they only had that like for a year. Is that wool? It's wool. It is wool. It is wool. So Stan Orr, you've been with us since day one. Stan. Six years. You get it. You know the routine. I love it. Uh, so, you know, it is what it is. Uh, what a lot else? of analytics went into that, Stan. Listen to me. All you do about, is you look at the Facebook page. I know what face. I understand back. that. It's part of my job. But. Oh, excuse me. Let's <laughs> not go down that road. Uh, David, uh, before we let you go, uh, what else? Anything else uh, relative to the auction? What stands out? Yeah, Dave, yeah. I mean, besides the, some of the items you've already talked yeah. about. You know, there's over 900 items we have in this sale. Yeah. So there's a little bit for everybody, whether it's a few hundred dollars, $500 to obviously millions of dollars. So and everything in between, um, we have a, a collection that's uh, re really renowned. It's called the Capital uh, Baseball Advertising Collection. There's over 50 different uh, high-end advertisements of baseball going back to the early um, – Lucky Strike and Trolley Car Signs of Matthewson cool. and Johnson and McGraw, all the way through the 50s, the Moxie, a soda pop of Ted Williams. We have a bunch of those signs, PF Flyers, a lot of those type of things. And then we have Babe Ruth's Game Reuse Bat, 44 ounces uh, from 1920 air when his first... 44 oh, ounces. Uh, the New York Yankees. <laughs> That's a tree. 44 ounce That's a tree. Jeez. God almighty. Uh, so I'm, a lot of great stuff. You know, a, a high-end McGuire bat from his the year that he um, hit 70 home runs. Uh, tons and tons of vintage cards and sets. We have a whole run of sets from the 50s and 60s, all PSA graded, uh, awesome. that are going to bring a lot of money. 1955, 59, 57, 61, and so on and so forth. A lot of great stuff um, across all the categories. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, before we end it, uh, if you guys want... Cracker Jack Collection won the silver medal 
uh, Ippy Award. Famous, so, famous story. We won't get into it. No, we won't get into that. But <laughs> it's a great book. Uh, you can go to TomZappleMedia.com. It's on sale now for uh, 20 bucks. It's a $30 regular retail. Great book. Uh, it's a good book. Uh, we won. Silver, silver. Silver. That was the grouse. That, that was the David, grout. is that a silver on that? Yeah, yeah. That was the we, grouse. It looks yeah. like silver to me. Yeah, that was we the won grouse. the silver medal nationally, so we're very proud Dave, of it. Dave, don't ask me about the silver that day. Uh, no, we'll talk hey, about that. Hey, can <laughs> we, I want to put that book with the silver uh, label on there. Can we put that in our next auction? Absolutely. 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 We'll send you Let's one. Let's do it. Not a problem. <laughs> Thank All you, right, Dave. David, your, uh, your uh, website address? scpauctions.com. Come visit. It's open to everybody. Uh, bids are through June 4th. Uh, it's open 24 hours a day. Just uh, register real quick if you aren't already with, in our database, and you're you're off and running. Fantastic. Wish you the best with Thank the you, auction. Dave. JM, as always, it's been a pleasure. Great to be back. Good to, it's good to see you, man. Good to see you. Last week, you were like... Uh, Pots unknown. Pots unknown. But that's right. okay. We I'm made it happen. <laughs> David, thank you very much. Chrissy, good job again. The best. So our viewers and listeners, thank you so much. You guys have been great. We're going into our seventh year. Crazy, man. Very, very crazy. Crazy. With that being said, happy collecting. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.